Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan and I am a mother with a child with hand, foot and mouth. Joining me is a mother that doesn't have children with hand, foot and mouth, Janie. Good morning. How are you, Stace, other than said hand, foot and mouth situation? I'm having a week. I'm having a week, but that's, that's the end of the week and I'm up off the dirt. Let's yes. do this. Great. And, and you can tell what kind of a week it's been for me because I've just said good morning and we're well into the afternoon well. at this point. <laughs> I, don't know, I was just channeling good morning Vietnam there, I think. We're in the radio <laughs> studio. Robin Williams is with me. <laughs> What are we talking about today, Janie? Because you and I could talk all day about our week and, um, well, do you want to talk about your concerns? No. Do you, do you want to bring it up? Actually, <laughs> thanks for giving me the, the airtime. Not really. So I'm someone that small, sweats the small stuff but um, suppresses the, the large problems. Now, everyone's probably familiar. Well, no, not everybody's familiar. If anyone saw my post a couple of months ago about my absolutely shocking situation where I hadn't forwarded my, um, my car mail, my, my rego, the, the, I, haven't, I hadn't actually updated my um, address details with whoever registers cars, RMS. Service New South Wales. Service New South Wales. So I had um, all of this stuff come through, including my car registration and um, a couple of fines, as it turns out, which, of course, because I didn't get these notifications, all escalated to be worth a $5,500 fine, which I only found out about when I found out that my car hadn't been registered for four months and I had to go and re-register the car plus pay a small bit of this fine plus then apply for annulment. Anyway, I got off two of the fines, but two of the other fines I've just found out today, I have to go to court to fight. What? And there's all these words like, do I plead guilty or not guilty? So I'm on the phone this morning going, am I ever going to be able to leave the country? Can I get into the US anymore? <laughs> You're a criminal, Jane. I know. This has all just changed. Anyway, but you've had child with hand, foot and mouth and uh, managing work work and business and life and hand, foot and mouth and other children and all the rest, which is equally as pooey. Mm, not fun. Not, I mean, not fun, like I'm whinging and moaning, not fun for Henry. Like he's been just miserable, mm. poor little thing. But I just feel like I send him to daycare and then he comes home with something else and then we take turns, every child gets it. And a month later, I get my life back until they go back to daycare and someone else comes home with something else and then... Uh, Do you know, and someone was saying this to me the other day and I said, yes, but here's the silver lining on that. It builds their immune system so that when the kids get to my age, they never, ever get sick. And you will never, ever get sick. So there's like this couple of really pooey years where everyone just gets sick and then like their immune systems are completely robust. Good. I'm riding it out until then. (laughs) I do have a a nice little um, teary moment that happened this morning, though. Lucinda started school at the beginning of this year. And of course, every morning drop off is a drama with me, not with Heath, because for Heath, she just goes, bye and waves and off skips down with me she clutches to my leg and she cries and I have to walk her to the classroom and hand her over to the teacher and then I'm crying and she's crying and it's a thing but this morning I dropped her off and um, 
we were quite we parked quite far away from the school gate and she got out of the car and I held her hand and we went to walk off and she said no mum I got this and walked off turned around and gave me a big wave and I was like oh this is what I've wanted for six months and now here I am crying (laughs) (laughs) that's because there's no pleasing us Stace Mm -hmm. there isn't so guys and we have two of them in the room with us today. So we're going to stop talking about our uh, our woes. We just have to get them out. We just have to get them out and get them out of our system so that we can then... Keeping it real. Then we can then get on, you know, and be positive. And it's a really positive topic today. So let me introduce Roby Lawrence and Simon Bank. These guys are both WordPress website developers. Hi, guys. Hi, Jane and Stace. Yeah, hi. Um, after that introduction, my life is amazing right now. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> Keeping it real, giving people perspective, making people feel good about their lives. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pleasure. Our positive topic today is collaboration. And this is a topic that Simon and I spoke about Way back when, say what, three months ago when we both attended a POSIFY event? Yeah, it would have been about three months ago. And um, I think it's uh, something that's been in the back of my mind for a little while, um, but lately more and more at the forefront of what I'm doing and what I'm on about. And um, I think we might have had a chat about it a couple of weeks ago and you're right, stop. Stop. We (laughs) need to talk about this. Because Simon is someone who... His, his personality is totally... Like, when you talk about collaboration, I'm like, of course you collaborate. Like, he's a really kind, sweet, lovely person to deal with. And when he talks about collaboration, it's so authentic and you can, mm. you know, you can tell that every intention behind his ability to be able to collaborate is completely real and giving. It comes from a great space. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what I've realised is that I can only do so much. I tried to take on so many more things than what I was able to for a long time. And I realized that I wasn't winning. My clients weren't winning because they were waiting longer and I was feeling stressed because I couldn't do it really well. I was like, hang on a minute. There's all these other awesome other creative people around. Let's work together a bit more, work on um, leveraging each other's strengths and build each other up so that Jane works on what Jane's awesome at, and I Simon works on what Simon's awesome at, and then Roby works on what he's awesome at, and so that the winner at the end of the day is the client, but also you as the creative, you're able to do what you love the most and give the best result for your client. Which, which I completely agree with. However, here's the twist, listeners. Roby and Simon both do exactly the same thing. Yeah, we do the same thing. We're in the same space. They're, they're both WordPress website developers. They both kind of um, aspire to work for the similar kind of companies. They both do similar roles. However, they both collaborate with each other to help people understand website development, mm. to help their clients and to help each other. And and I find this remarkable because I understand collaboration when someone like myself, a marketing consultant, then collaborates with a graphic designer or guys like yourself, website developer, because we've got compliment, you know, complementing skills, not the same skills, but com- whereas you guys have the same skill set but are collaborating together, which I find amazing. Like that is such a great thing. 
So how did you guys come to form this collaboration? Like, did you, because obviously in the marketplace, you'd see each other as, uh, you know, competitors and you kind of think, okay, you're over there and I'm over here. You stay in your lane and I'm going to stay in my lane. Where did that break down and where did you both go, you know what, we can, we could do this? For me, it, uh, so we've never worked commercially on the same project at the same time, but we've done quite a lot of work together with like uh, volunteer efforts around like the the local meetup that that we run and other other training days in the education space. But can you explain that meetup? Okay, so we we do a monthly meetup for free for um, I guess beginners or even developers in the WordPress space who just want to come and learn some more because there's no there's no official training pathway through any unis or colleges or anything. So it's pretty much just you have to learn yourself. So I know when I was going through the first years of trying to learn it myself, it was it was quite tough and quite slow. But when I found other other meetups up in like Brisbane and Sydney and I started attending those, my learning just kind of skyrocketed because there was so many more people around who, you know, you could talk about technical things like plugins and themes and and they wouldn't just switch off their brain immediately and go what are you talking about so so my understanding of that meetup is that there's a whole bunch of wordpress developers who are kind of all working in their separate roles and they and you all come together once a month and discuss kind of the challenges that you're having or any kind of tips or tricks that you have and that's kind of within a volunteer space and it's you know people opt in to come and join that that community and is that how you guys met originally um, I'm not sure. I can't remember where we met. Simon might be able to answer that. But. Simon's smiling. <laughs> Tell us, Simon. I remember actually I saw Roby's name on a co-working space, like that he was uh, part of a co-working space that was not in Port but in another town just down the road from Port, down in Bonnie Hills. And I thought, oh, well, I wouldn't mind just going and working down at Bonnie Hills for the day over the road from the surf club. That would be kind of neat. So... I did go down there one day and Roby was the only one there and we just got chatting and we were talking about what we do and what are you doing and what's working for you, what's not working for you. And so we sort of had this conversation that started and um, we kept that going and then we saw each other again at the Hub, which is a co-working space here in Port Macquarie. And that was a nice, like, it, sort of, it was like, okay, we keep that conversation going. And then we realised, and the penny dropped one day, we don't actually have... While the meetups exist, that's for people who are interested in WordPress as, and that could be users as well. So it's not just for people in the web dev space, but as developers, we don't have any official mentoring. And like Roby said, there's no education pathway. We don't get together as a group of professionals regularly. So let's do that. And let's actually organize some time, like three or four times a year and just get together. And so that's what we did. We just set a date and and invited as many of the local web developers as we could to come and just chew the fat and nice good nice so can you run through some of the ways that you both collaborate together so Roby you said before that you haven't actually worked on commercial projects together so there hasn't been a, a job where you've both kind of gone in and done the web development what how do you collaborate uh, so one example is recently Simon was asked by someone if he could head up a um, like a training day for uh, uh, from for IT teachers from across the north coast. So there was a uh, it, somebody asked me from a uh, industry uh, education slash workplace facilitator. They said would we be able to have an industry tour 
at your office for 30 IT teachers. And I said, well, it's going to be kind of dull because I just sit in front of a computer and, you know, write code and design things. It's not really going to be that interesting. So what I said is, how about, because I had that network already of local web developers, how about I go, I'll go away, I'll put the idea out there. How about if we set up a day where a few of us get together and we put together some workshops and show our industry in a bit more interactive way rather than just a come and have a look type thing. Mm. Um, so that was really well received. And I think there were six web developers that gave their time and we went and um, CSU, the local university, gave some space and we, were, we presented workshops for the day just to authentically um, show what we do in our industry. So that was like our twist on an industry day and a way that we could collaborate and give back to the community who they were IT teachers who would then take those insights back to students who might be considering this as a career. Mm, mm. What other ways have you collaborated? So at the moment we're uh, working together to organise a word camp, which is like the meetup we are talking about before, but like 10 times bigger later in the year. And so we're both on the organising panel for that. Um, and I think because we both we both understand the industry and we both understand how these things work, it's I think that's going to lead to a much greater result than just one, like I couldn't do it by myself. Mm. Um, so we've got several other web developers who... Uh, from the local area to to help organize and everyone's working together and it's just it's a i i think it's going to lead into a lot more collaboration with commercial product uh, projects just just seeing how how effectively we're all working together yeah okay so my and i'm just going to be the litmus tester here the devil's advocate because i love the idea of of collaboration and again you know um in that marketing space, I think there there are so many people that collaborate so nicely together. I guess, you know, I'm going, okay, but how does that work? Like, how would I go to another marketing consultant who does exactly the same thing as me? Do you know what I mean? And looks looks after exactly the same client. Now, um, I'm nowhere near as nice as Simon or Roby, and I'm actually <laughs> someone that gets really competitive. You know, I'm super competitive. So what? <laughs> really? You may be surprised, Stace. Very competitive. So for me, I'm like, how does that work? So say, for example, you went and presented to, let's say, the Chamber of Commerce, where you've got potentially 20 clients in the same, 20 businesses in the same room that are all ideal clients for you guys. You guys get up and collaborate in terms of a presentation about, you know, getting the most out of your WordPress website or whatever. And then you've got people who actually want to buy your services and they go, who do I choose? Or a push-up competition. Yeah. That's how we do it, right? <laughs> push-up competition. <laughs> okay. Yep. Down with that. But, but how do you, in that situation, what do you do? I think in that situation, especially like being local, relationship and communication is like a huge thing when scoping a project or like when you're thinking about who you want to work with on a project. And like I'm Roby and Simon is Simon and we're both so, I don't know, we're probably similar in a, similar in a lot of ways, but we're both unique. We both have our own ways of communicating with people. We've both, we're 
like uh, Simon might relate to someone more than I do. And so that's going to make that project a whole lot smoother. And there's there's so many, I guess, so many potential clients that we're not we're not really fighting for them. I guess. I love that idea of a there's enough for everybody mindset, mm. like that growth mindset that yeah. it doesn't have to be. We don't have to fight for, you know, that that competition doesn't have to always be there. That there will be enough for everybody, especially mm. enough that aligns with you. And I um, will throw to you in a second, Simon, because I know that you're chomping at the bit to put your two cents in. But my first thought, Jane, is. Yes, you guys are in the same space. Yes, you are delivering the same product, essentially. But what is your individual why? What is the culture of what you are building? And are they differing? Do you have different whys and different um, fire in your belly about what you do and what you deliver? And therefore, is it not about matching, okay, you need a website and you need a website, but your business is about this, which is clearly aligned to what Roby does, or mm. your business is aligned with this, and you know, therefore, it's a, it's a no-brainer that it's going straight to Simon. Yeah. Great point. Mm. So it's um, one of those situations where there's no um, there's no right answer. Um, it's not like um, a client could go with Roby or with Simon that, that going with one or the other would be right or wrong. Um, I think it comes down to ultimately um, delivering the best outcome for the client for what they need and what you can offer at that time. So it can be a matter of timing as well. So I might be flat out and a client's come to me and said, I need this project done. I appreciate that you've asked me about that. Uh, I can't do it at the moment, but I have Roby who's really good and I've, I've worked with him before and I've Gosh. seen his work and it's fantastic. So I recommend if you need it done right now, Roby's your man. So I think that's probably the way that you can pivot it yeah whereas some competitors might go oh i can't do it right now but there's no way in hell i'm giving you my competitor's name so good luck to you like i can't do it but you're out there on your own and see how you go but i love the idea that it's you know you guys have got this open relationship and are happy to recommend each other for me personally having a i'm going to call it a reciprocal mentor um with Simon and other web developers, there's so much more potential for growth in that than fighting over a couple of leads. Yeah, and and beautifully answered by everybody, and I think that's that's absolutely right. I think uh, human nature is our inclination is to kind of protect our patch and to, yeah, to you defend, know, yeah. to defend. And and I think in regional areas as well, there can be. Um, not so much for website development, but if there is a limit to how many, how much potential business or how many potential clients mm. are out there, that's when I see people get particularly mm-hmm. um, protective of their of their patch. Um, but certainly, from what you guys have described, I think too, what really helps is that you both so on the same page with where you sit with that. You know, you're both giving in your nature and you're, you are authentic in that, mm. that willingness to, to collaborate. Mm. And at the end of the day, it sounds like both of you have the client as the, you know, and the client's success mm. as Absolutely. your driver. Yeah. And I think there's a concept uh, around a, a term co-opetition as well. So you are collaborating with your competition you are delivering something together that the sum of its part is greater than the individual components. So um, we might have a project come in front of us. There might be even a, a client might have a certain 
uh, need that we can't deliver individually, but together we can. And so if those opportunities arise, then we can look out for those and potentially co-bid for those um, or you know, work together and support each other in those projects. We haven't done that yet. I've certainly done that with other types of creative industries like um, co-bidding on projects um, with a graphic designer, for example. Um, but certainly it gives you the capacity to scale up your ability to serve a client. And is this collaboration between you both? I mean, you spoke about um, the word camp events and the meetup events where there's there's clearly a group of you that kind of get together mm-hmm. and all have that kind of same intention to swap and mentor each other and, mm-hmm. you know, chew the fat over, over your industry. And as you said, when there's not official kind of courses or anything like that, it's really good to be able to kind of have that community that's willing to do that with you. Do you think that this is something that you will ultimately collaborate with at a greater level? So, yes, you do the meetups and things, but do you think that this cooperative, what is it, cooperation? Competition, yeah. Cooperation, is yeah. this something that has potential that you would involve a group on, or do you think you kind of need to keep that relatively focused to, you know, a key group of people, or how do you think that would work? I think there's opportunities all around, and there's certainly opportunities in other industries as well. So it's not just we're just talking about the web development industry. I think there's opportunities for restaurants to get together and perhaps, you know, create um, a, a, a night where they showcase each other's um, dishes, yeah, for example, awesome. or, yeah. yes. you know, like two different, I don't know, gyms to say, look, we do feature this or that, like I think there's a lot of opportunities within every industry for people to go, hmm, we can, we can get together. We can do something that's kind of cool. We don't have to, like you say, be fierce rivals at yeah. all times. Like healthy competition is a good thing. Yes. Um, but that ultimately, let's just relax a little bit and yes. realize we're all got a common goal yes. and, and work towards that and find ways that we can, that we can work together. Um, something that, that you said to me um, in our pre-discussions, um, pre-post, uh, pre-podcast discussions was that it does help keep you on your game. So, so I think being against a competitor or working with a competitor probably both helps to keep you on your game. Can you give some more explanation behind how, you know, working with, with your competitors can help? keep you on your game i think if you operate purely on your own you get quite isolated and and insular like you can lose touch with what else is happening in the industry um so like it helps you fill gaps in your understanding especially in a fast-paced industry that we're in things move so fast have you seen this technology or that technology or you what are you doing here or what are you doing there by actually having opportunities to catch up with each other 100 we can fill those gaps. And like I said earlier, we can mentor each other. Um, yeah. So that sort of thing is really good. And that helps us. It's like our professional development. Like, And yep. you're not worried, I guess, about going, but that's my IP or that's my competitive advantage or, you know, I know this, but that's because I went and did a course on it and mm. I paid, you know, a couple of thousand dollars to learn that skill. And now I'm just sharing it with someone who can go and use yeah. that. I guess that's, that's not a primary concern for you. Hmm. No, not at all. Okay, now because you're both web developers and we have lots of people who have businesses, own their own businesses or work within businesses, have you got some, both of you maybe got two or three tips that you can share about a small business website? What's 
What are some good tips from your experience that, that you can share with our listeners about, um, about having a, a, an effective and efficient website? Uh, I think a big thing is just to take a step back and just think who, who you were talking to with your website. Think of your avatar for your business, like a, make up a customer, your ideal customer, give them a name, a, a profession, do they have kids, where do they live? And then every time you're going to make a decision about your website, just think if, if that's going to relate to, to that person. Amen to that. Another tip that I love sharing is to humanize your website. Don't hide behind your brand and put yourself on the front cover. You might not love the way you look, but your clients love to connect with people and people buy from people. Yes, they do. <laughs> Any other tips that you'd like to share? I would say that with your website, you want it to be kept up to date regularly, so you don't want it to be stale. If it becomes um, too hard to keep it up to date, really sit back and think, what value can I bring? What could I be perhaps blogging about on my website or creating video content about on my website that's going to be helpful for my customers first? A lot of people ask about search engine optimization. What can I optimize on my website? step back a little bit and think about how can I make my website better? How can yes. I improve the content on my website and let that organic optimization happen by putting your customer first yeah. and thinking about how can I bring more value to the website and then the traffic will come and yes. then the engagement will happen. 100%. Yeah. A, um, a super simple technical tip is do you have an FAQs page on your website? Ah. I was having a meeting with a client this morning and they said, oh, we get so many phone calls and emails asking these specific questions and they have such a simple answer. And so I suggested maybe we put an FAQs page on your website yes. so that we can we can reduce a lot of that extra admin time. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Simple but easy to do. And you know those questions as, you know, if, if it's your business. Yeah. People call me all the time to say, does she need black tap shoes or tan tap shoes? <laughs> I know it's black tap shoes, but for a mother that's putting her child in dance for the first time, she's looking at a row of tap shoes going, I don't know, the pink ones? Yeah, <laughs> it's black. Black tap shoes. Great. Excellent. Well, I, I feel very inspired to collaborate now. I mean, I do collaborate with um, other, other skill sets, but in terms of collaborating with similar people with similar, similar skill sets. I feel inspired to, to kind of rethink, not that I probably have really thought about it, but I guess it, it has made me think, wow, that's, that's a, a great option that I think would do the industry, the, you know, a great deal of good. And, yeah. and as you both say, you know, the, the client benefits as well. Absolutely. And it just gives you that sense of satisfaction as well that you are for us, I think building a community that didn't exist before and like we all were going about our business, but by actually getting to know each other, it's been really good because we can just have that sense of community. You're part of something. Yeah. So. I love it. If everyone wants, if anyone wants to get in touch with you guys, where can they find you? Beardedfriend.com. And I'm on webstudio.com.au. And um, I'll just quickly throw in another comment too. Roby actually has his own podcast as well, and it sounds really interesting. Can you just quickly run us through that one as well? Because you can find him there too. A, okay, so a quick plug is um, we're called WP Bosses, and that's kind of a pun because a lot of us are freelancers and our own boss. 
uh, WP standing for WordPress, but we interview other uh, Australians. That's kind of our niche in the WordPress community. Um, so there's we've spoken to people from, if you know WordPress, people from Automatic, people from Envato, all that live in Australia. Um, and it's just to get to know the person and how they got to where they are and what they used to do and making it, um, I guess, showing people that it's realistic that if you... Um, if you want to, you can leave your nine to five and mm. and start your own thing like everyone, uh, like these guys have. Awesome. I love it. And super niche too, which mm. I love. Australian mm. and WordPress people. Mm. Cool. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's always great fun to have other people in the studio, not just Jane and I rabbiting on. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much, both of you. And hopefully we can find something to collaborate on soon. Thanks, guys. If you want to find us, of course, we've got our brand new uh, Facebook group. Please find us at Miss Bossy Boots Podcast. Come and join us in the group and engage in some conversation. Or otherwise, you can just find us on our Miss Bossy Boots page, which is at facebook.com slash Miss Bossy Boots Podcast. Jane, I hope your week gets better. Let us know when you're going to court. I'm going to put on a cheerleading outfit and come and sit in the stands with my pom-poms and be Just like, woo! Bring, bring your child with hand, foot and mouth. Maybe I can take him to the stand and, you know, look. Get oh, some sympathy. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> take pity on me. <laughs> I think you'll be fine, but, but good luck with it. We'll keep you up to date on um, Jane's, life and, Jane's life and the law. Podcast. I know my husband was already making jokes way too soon. He was going, maybe your next book can be called Marketing from Behind Bars. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you a stripy outfit. <laughs> I love it. Have a great day. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 